into independent living, whatever the case may be, those are always extremely difficult times. And having a, a resource there of people that that get it, I always say empathy is is not the same. Their sympathy is not the same as empathy, right? Mm. Uh, I can empathize with these parents. I know what it feels like. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. And we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, or what I like to call the CB Nation architects, those that are looking to level up their organizations. And this month, we are focusing on knowing thy numbers. I could hear the phrases from Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. And if you understand or don't understand exactly what numbers is, think finance, economics, accounting, capital, investment, funding, bootstrapping, anything that's around numbers. So we have to understand how important it is to know your numbers and how important that is for you to forecast, make decisions, and to be able to truly strategize around your business and do that successfully. So things are going to be a little bit different, obviously, this month. So look for CEO hacks and CEO nuggets and interviews that focus around this. But more than everything else, make sure that you know your numbers because they're extremely important to the life of your business. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Courtney Haycoop of Cloverleaf Wealth Strategies. Courtney, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. No problem. Super excited to have you on as well. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Courtney so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Courtney focuses on financial planning for the families in Loudoun County, Virginia, with a passion for the special needs market. This passion grew after adopting a special needs child 14 years ago. With the arrival of her daughter, she experienced firsthand the isolation and lack of support parents felt as they struggled with daily challenges and complex issues. The importance of a trusted advisor has never been more evident. Courtney works daily to be that trusted advisor and a resource for the family she works with in the community. Courtney, great to have you on. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I sure am. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. Courtney, I truly appreciate you again for being on. And just to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to kind of rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with your business. Sure. So my my business is only two years old. However, I've been in this industry for over 20 years. I'm not going to say exactly how many over because then you'll know my age. But I, I started doing finance working for a local bank. And there I did everything from savings accounts to 401ks, commercial lending, mortgage lending. I've done it all. And the investment side, the financial services side is definitely where my interest lies. But Really, the goal for me starting my own company and being a CEO is that desire to be a true fiduciary. So in this industry, we are fiduciaries for our clients, but 
working for a corporation that has its own profits or has its own partnerships with different companies, a lot of times I was restricted to offer the clients only what was available to me. But as an independent, I'm able to go out and find the best products for my clients. And that way I can truly meet those fiduciary standards that are asked of for our for our industry. It, it, it helped make me be able to go to sleep at night knowing I did the right thing. Courtney, I definitely appreciate that. And you mentioned the word fiduciary and correct me if I'm wrong, fiduciary means that you're not necessarily beholden to, to one specific, I guess, product or service. You Because you have that expertise, you're able to kind of have the full treasure chest that you can choose from. Yes. So fiduciary is, is a, you know, means I'm legally bound to do what's in my client's best interest, right? So if I'm working for a company and uh, that has their own products, there's going to be some type of incentive or requirement for me to sell their products only or their products first. But as an independent, I can go out and get my clients whatever they need and can you know structure my business to be able to meet those needs. So when a client needs life insurance, I can see who has the best product for them on the market. And I'm not beholden to just one company or my investment client. You know, if one money manager is better for them than another, I'm not tied in any way. So that was the real big push for me to to go independent, plus wanting to be my own boss. Yeah, a lot to say for that as well. Exactly. There's a, there's a lot to say for that indeed. And I appreciate you for, for doing that. And I know you talked touched on being able to kind of make sure your your clients' needs are, are being put first. Could you take us through exactly how exactly that process works and, and how you serve your clients and, and some of those, I guess, solutions that you provide for them? Sure. So I'm a re- res- registered investment advisor, a financial advisor. I do financial planning for clients. I do. So when we go through that process, sometimes clients need to kind of start from the bottom of their their financial house and get the you know life insurance or disability insurance long term care insurance something like that or you know we may be looking at you know focusing on their retirement goals or educational goals or you know wh- wherever they are in their financial journey on their financial path and making sure that those plans are in place and that we are you know working them through that so depending upon what they need, you know, if it's insurance or investment or financial planning, I do that in-house. You know, if they need a mortgage loan or something like that, although I can help assist them with questions to ask, things to look for, I refer that type of stuff out because that's not what I do anymore. But my holistic approach I help them. I take a look at everything. I'm not just looking at their investments. I'm looking at their whole financial picture and working on a plan for them. And and like you said earlier, I I do have a large amount of clients that are special needs families, which adds additional levels of planning for them. But I work for special needs families, individuals, families, and businesses, whether they're special needs or not. And with small businesses, I can help them with their group benefits and group retirement plans as well. So it's, you know, it it really comes down, though, I think, to that, that holistic background 
you know, being able to talk to them about the CDs they have at the bank or the, you know, the home equity loan that they have or don't have or how we need to structure things. That background really helps me as I work on their financial plan with them. As a special needs parent, I know firsthand how isolating it can be and and how challenging it can be. Also uh, incredibly rewarding as as well. I mean there there's there's always that silver lining. But especially for parents, you know, that are either in the beginning or working through some type of transition whether their child's transitioning into school or out of school or you know in independent living whatever the case may be those are always extremely difficult times and having a, a resource there of people that that get it i always say empathy is is not the same their sympathy is not the same as empathy right mm. uh, i can empathize with these parents i know what it feels like and you know, I have a toolbox for my clients, you know, of, well, you know, if you're looking into, you know, group homes and have you talked to this person or, you know, the, there's other resources within the community beyond just my services that I can help connect my clients to. And it's kind of vice versa. You know, they've connected me to things that I'll need for my child or that I can think of that I can refer to another client. So it's an incredibly supportive community. And I, I really enjoy, like, I've had some young families that have come to me and they're just starting out, so they don't have all of those resources. So I'm able to pair them with, with people in the community that can help them find the resources and the support they need. And, and that's just as rewarding as helping them with their financial plan, you know? Yeah. So would you consider that to be like your secret sauce? The thing you feel kind of sets you apart is that ability to bring all those things together. Yeah, so I think my 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 biggest differentiator is this special needs aspect, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 my my ability and desire to work within that community. But I mean, everybody. One of the biggest key words is holistic financial advisors, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how many financial advisors? have worked in all of those different sectors versus just, you know, know of them and ask of them. Right. Right. So I think that I do truly have the ability to provide that holistic approach to whether a client needs help with budget budgeting or debt management or their home, I can guide them beyond just what you learn in a textbook as you're studying. Right. Like I've, I've done that and I've worked in it. So I do have that holistic approach, but Within my community here in in Loudon, I think it's my special needs aspect that really brings people to me, uh, specifically versus another advisor, because that is my that's where I'm in the pocket. You know, I that's where I operate best, and and really enjoy working with with those families that are in unique circumstances. You know. All right, Courtney, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So, you know, when I was thinking about this before we, before we, you know, met today, mm-hmm. I think the easy answer would be to be to say my CRM, right? I mean, it, it keeps, it keeps everything in order for me. I love it. I can't live without it. I say, if it's not in the CRM, it didn't happen. But really, I think what makes me the most successful business owner, mom, 
Financial advisor is is actually prayer and meditation. For me, taking you know those few minutes in the morning to stretch and do some yoga and kind of go through and center myself and get myself kind of in that right place. And the same thing at the end of the day. And I cannot, I cannot suggest meditation. If, if you're not God fearing and you don't feel like praying, meditation is, is amazing. So whatever that form of centering is, I think is really what makes me the most effective. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Very early in my career. And and even now, I mean, I was following up with some people that I sent letters to, you know, so there's still that element of cold calling or, you know, warm calling, follow up, whatever you want to call it right? Mm-hmm. That, that we do in the sales environment. And I was working with, with a gentleman who, who was, was my assistant years and years ago. And I, I brought something back from a training class for him because he hated to cold call. Like it just like made him so nervous and just reaching out to people and what not being willing to face that rejection. Mm-hmm. And this, this, quote that I brought back from the, 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 the seminar I'd been at is some will, some won't. So what, who's next? Right. Mm-hmm. And I hung that in the back room of, of my bank at the time. And that was like our mantra. Like, I mean, if we have to do cold calling or we're, you know, asking people about things, we, you just have to be able to let the rejection roll off your back because they're not rejecting you. Right. right. So a years later, I went back to see him. He was a branch manager on his own, and his license plate was SWSWSW next. <laughs> next, it was like it was like that. Like, oh my gosh, I you know, I mean, somebody listened, right? Yes, I fact, right. But I think that's my golden nugget that for anybody getting into sales, you know, I mean, some people are going to say no, and just being able to come to terms with that being okay. Awesome. And so now I wanted to ask you my absolutely favorite question, and it's the definition of what it means to, to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Courtney, what does being a CEO mean to you? I started at the beginning and it, when you asked, you know, what is my story? And I use the word independent, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, being a CEO is about independence, not just for my clients, but also for myself. Truly appreciate that, Courtney. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Uh, so you can find me on Facebook under Courtney Haycoop, a registered representative, or you can find me online at www.cloverleafwealth.com. We are launching this week our updated website and hope to have a lot more content on there for our special needs families, as well as, you know, businesses who have questions on retirement plans or group benefits and individuals looking for, you know, tax saving strategies and 401k ideas. 
So the website's probably best way to, to, to reach me and to find me, and that's cloverleafwealth.com. But thank you so much for having me. This has been a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to hearing more of your IMCEO podcasts. Thank you. I definitely appreciate you as well, Courtney. You're doing you know, phenomenal work. So I appreciate you for taking some time out. We will have the links and information as well in the show notes so that everybody can get a hold of you and get in contact. But I appreciate you again for all the work that you do. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.